0: All right church. So if you guys can please start making your way back to your seats this morning. And folks, if we can, um, first off let's have where are the kids at. If I can have the kids come down front here, if you guys want to join us right in the front and we are going to welcome Miss Anita this morning. If you guys want to go ahead and put your hands together for Miss Anita as she comes down to share with our children.
1: Hey everybody. The sun shining. God is so good and he loves you very, very much. Do you know what these are? Have you ever used a sticky note? They're fun to peel and stick and they're very useful and you can leave notes all over the place. Sticky notes were invented by a scientist. In the United States, 1968, he was hoping to develop a super strong glue but it didn't work out that way. He ended up inventing a sticky substance that when put on paper would work to use it over and over and it became known as post-it notes. Sometimes you need to write something down so you don't forget. With a sticky note, you can write down a reminder and stick it to your notebook, the refrigerator, your bed, or any place just to remember something important. In the book of the Bible, called the Bible, the book of Proverbs tells us something really important. Don't let love and faithfulness ever leave you. Tie them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Think of your mind like a pad of paper. When you make a special note in your mind, it will help you remember to be kind and faithful and loving at home, at school, anywhere you go, even at camp. It's so important to be kind. God wants us to treat others the way we want to be treated. When we are kind to others, it makes them happy, and it definitely pleases God. And it's important to tell the truth. When we are honest, people will trust us. It's always important to be truthful, because God is always truthful. Can you remember to be kind and truthful and loving? If you think you might forget, you can write it on a sticky note. And I've got sticky notes for you today. But first, August 4th, 5th, and 6th, we're going to have Vacation Bible School. It's only three days this year, but we're going to fit it in. We're going to have crafts, a couple of stories. We're going to have refreshments. We're going to have games. It's going to be a night for you guys, just for you. And I also want to tell you a little hint to go along with it. Part of our story has to do with one of our Bible characters getting thrown in jail. And then we've also got another story about three kids that get locked in a jail. And nobody knows where they are. So that's going to be going on during Vacation Bible School. You guys have a really good day. And don't forget... Keep God's love, his truthfulness, on your heart all the time. Have a good one.
0: Thank you, Miss Anita. Guys, praise God. Who's excited for VBS? So, guys, I can tell you, I was fortunate enough and blessed enough to be a part of our last VBS that we put on uh, two years ago, and the kids absolutely loved it. So, guys, please make sure that you come out and join us for VBS. Uh, Any of the kids that are listening online, uh, guys, make sure you make it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We had a blast the last time. And, folks, can we please um, give a round of applause to our pastor to Miss Anita, to all of our volunteers who are going to uh, dedicate their time for VBS, what a blessing! And guys, just a couple of quick reminders. So, youth group, you guys will be meeting this Thursday night at six thirty here at the church uh, with Matt and Amanda. And kids, can you guys believe it is time for summer camp already? You guys are leaving tomorrow. Who's excited? All right. So, parents, just a reminder, we are going to be having a meeting after second service in our gym, and we're just going to be uh, going over some of the topics for the uh, kids' camp as they prepare to leave tomorrow. Guys, that's it for our announcements this morning. Um, As you guys all know, Pastor Carlos... Uh, Miss Majesta and our youth group. These guys all went to Elevate last week and uh, from the sounds of it these guys had an amazing time and we just want to share a little bit of what they did so we have a quick video for you guys to watch.
1: Yes, sir. There yeah, we go. While we do it, while we do it. I do it for
2: the up.
3: that you believe in God and what you're trying to get
1: closer to God.
4: Uh, how's, what's, it, um, what's it done for you so far?
1: It's changed me
4: a whole lot. Yeah. What's Elevate been to you so far? Uh, so far Elevate's been a time where we can all commune together and pray, and it's just
3: been a really fun experience. So Sarah, what's Elevate been to you so far? Honestly, it's been a life-changing experience for me. Yeah. And it gives me a chance to just let myself go to the Lord. It's meant a lot because everybody's like together and and like they're just all happy and really good and it's meant a life changing experience especially since it's my first year of going here. It's been amazing. I I've had such a good time here. I definitely a life changing uh, event.
1: I I feel like I've become a lot closer with God since I've been here.
3: It's just been amazing. Uh, it was fun, it was great, and I had a really fun time. will be Carlos. He's let me be with new friends, make new friends, and
2: show me how to have a closer relationship with
1: him. For you. It's been pretty fun with all the activities, and apparently, according to my cousin, Chapel's a lot funner this year.
4: So, it's quite engaging. It's Jesus done for you. Here at LB. Jesus has brought me closer to him today. Uh, well, this weekend, actually. He, um... Showing me the way.
3: Hey, Carlos, it's Jordan. I just wanted to encourage
2: you in your sermon, man. Hey, the first one that I preached was not one-sixteenth as good as the first one you preached. Man, continue to follow the Lord. Continue to develop that in preaching. I am so proud of you, man. Rock on
4: release uh, to carlos and to the home church what do you have to say to carlos regarding uh, his sermon his first sermon he ever preached
2: it was it was an honor and it was encouraging just to me to see um, wisdom that's been imparted to somebody so young 13 i could i could not speak at 13 and i i said to your dad too that you have a moses complex where i can't i have a stutter that's me too i get it but um God gives courage, and I've learned that when I have to preach, God gives me courage, too, and I am, um, I'm so looking forward to what God does through your ministry.
4: they look so precious. They're sleeping. Majesta and I were wide awake the whole time. And, uh, but what a blessing it was. Can we give our teens a hand? Yes. And before our brother comes back up and blesses the offering, teens, can we stand and look to the crowd here and thank them for their support uh, for you guys going to Elevate? Can you guys please stand, turn around, and we're going to say, the teens are going to say thank you on three. One, two, three.
0: Guys, looks like you had a great time. So, I just want to say I know all of you guys pretty well, and um, what a blessing it is to be a part of your lives, to share in what you guys are doing, and to see the next leaders of our church that are right here with us today. So, guys, let's give them one more hand. All right, church. We are going to move into our time of giving and worship right now. Uh, We encourage you to continue giving online, but if you did bring your tithes with you today, uh, we do have our box on the back left-hand wall there, so feel free to drop that off on your way out this morning. And if you can all bow your heads with me, and we'll go ahead and bless this time. Father God, we just thank you for this morning, God, for bringing us all safely together in your house, God to come together to worship and praise you, Lord. God, as we collect our tithes and offerings this morning, God, we just pray your blessing upon this money, God, your money. God, we just pray that these funds that we collect can be used to continue performing your will throughout our church, our city, our state, God. Use it in ways to touch lives that we couldn't have ever imagined, God. And Lord, I just pray for our worship team this morning as they lead us into uh, uh, just a time of celebration, God, praising you and thanking you for all of the amazing things that you're doing in our lives and in our church, God. Lord, I just pray that uh, for any challenges, for any walls that we build up this week, God, Lord, I pray that your presence be known. I pray that you come in and knock down those Jericho walls this morning, God. And Lord, I just want to pray for our pastor as he shares your word this morning, God, God, I just pray that you anoint his words, God, speak through him, use him, let him be a vessel, God, and let these words that he preaches this morning change a life, God, I just pray that whoever is here this morning that needs to hear this message, God, that they leave changed, different than they walked in this morning, God, we just pray these things in your mighty name, amen,
4: amen, let's all stand to our feet, church, good morning, and we're so glad to have you here. Um, we Something that wasn't in the video, but we just got to give a shout out. Our um, beloved Ezra here, who's in the front row, uh, went into the pool table co- competition and went into the semifinals. And so uh, we, we are now going to be having a pool table competition here at the church. And these teenagers said they could spank the adults. So who, who's in for a game? Okay, we've got Lee right there. So Ezra, look right behind you. See that man right there? Yeah, he scares me too He's my backup he, he's Yeah, you and him Who's ready to worship Jesus? Amen God, I'm on my knees again God, I'm begging please again I need you Oh Lord, I need you Walking Walking down these desert roads Water for my thirsty soul I need you Oh Lord, I need you. Help me out, lady. God, I'm on my knees again. God, I'm begging, please, again. I need you.
2: Oh Lord, I need you. Walking, walking down these desert roads. Water for my thirsty soul. I need you. Oh Lord, I need you. Help me out, church. You're oh, forgiving me. me.
4: It's like the sound of a symphony in my ears It's like holy water on my skin Yeah Timmy Timmy walking, slave to sin I want to know about being born again I need you
2: So take, so take me to the riverside Take
4: me on to baptize I need you Oh Lord, I need Your forgiveness Your forgiveness It's like sweet, sweet honey On my lips It's like the sound of a symphony In my ears It's like hope like the sound of a symphony in my ears It's like holy water from my
2: skin
4: I don't want to abuse your grace God, I need it every day. It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change. I don't want to abuse your grace. God, I need it every day. It's the only
2: thing that ever really makes me want to change. I say, I say, I don't want to abuse your grace. God, I need it every day. It's the only thing Go. I don't want to
4: abuse your grace God, I need it every day It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change I said, I don't want to abuse your grace God, I need it every
2: day
4: It's the only thing that ever really makes me want to change Your forgiveness it's like sweet, sweet honey on my lips. On my lips. It's like the sound of a symphony in my
2: ears. It's like holy water on my skin. Yeah. Your forgiveness is like sweet.
4: to fear now for i am safe with you
2: so wait.
4: Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Almighty fortress. You're singing the song, but yet it's hard to believe. You're singing the song because it's what we do, but inside your heart, you're torn. Inside your heart, you're you're confused. You're 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 like me. But him, you know our God has a track record, and His track record is a promise, and He always keeps His promise. So sing with me, Almighty Fortress, you go before us. Sing it with your heart. Almighty Fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power. one five. next song we're going to sing we're going to continue attitude of worship as we sing this song if you'd like to come down to the altars and pray maybe you've had a heavy week maybe you've had a, an amazing week and you just want to give God praise we want to give you this time to come down to the altar and pray before the sermon and get a hold of Jesus if that's you this morning you want to pray and get a hold of God and lay some things at the feet of Jesus I encourage you to do so may this song speak to you speak sing with us this morning So.
2: holy moment. I never want to leave. No, I'm I'm not not here here for blessings. Oh, Jesus, you
4: Stand for let's stand for this last chorus here hallelujah at the cross at the cross where i first saw the light stand and sing with us worship with us before we get into the word amen Me Church, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. Uh, we thank you for the blessing it is to be serving you and to be here in your house to worship you. We thank you for what you've been doing with uh, with our teens through our teen leaders, uh, Matt and Amanda. Uh, what you did at Elevate, <laughs> we give you praise and glory for that. We thank you ahead of time for what you're going to do with the kids camp, Lord. And I just We worship and glorify you for that, God. Uh, But right now, Lord, we're asking, God, that you would just come into this place. Remain with us, Lord. I pray you speak to every heart. uh, Touch someone's life. Let this be an eye-opener. Let let this be a new revelation. Uh, Let this be a reminder of your goodness, your warning, your challenge, your blessing. Uh, I pray that you would speak to each and every one of us, no matter the age, no matter how young, or how mature. You have something for each and every one of us, and I pray that somebody here would walk away with a fresh uh, revelation, a fresh anointing, and we thank you. We praise you. And we glorify you. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated, church. Thank you. I want to read Proverbs eleven twelve? It says, "He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is a faithful spirit conceals a matter." One last one, Leviticus 19, 16 says, You shall not go about as a talebearer among your people, nor shall you take a stand against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Thank you so much. Anna. Hallelujah. Can we give our amazing worship team a hand? <laughs> amen. <laughs> I could not do it without them. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know, man. I've, I've, I've grown fond. Um, it's been a while since I've been in a bus with a full of teenagers. Uh, but I've grown fond of teens. Um, I've learned to love them. Can somebody say amen? But I have to be real, man. The teens that we had that went with us were so amazing. They, yes, thank you, Mike. Thank you. respectful, they listened, Um, and I want to say, parents, grandparents, you'd be very proud, and those who are watching online who couldn't be with us this morning, you'd be very proud of our teens. So one more hand for the teens, amen. Thank you. I also want to thank uh, Majesta for going with us, amen. Hallelujah. So who's ready for the word this morning? Amen. I was, uh, I normally don't do this, or I normally do... I always take a look at the clock, but this morning I didn't. And I see what happens when you don't do that. Uh, But you know what? It's okay. We'll be out of here by one. It's okay. No worries. (laughs) And the the teens are like, oh, no. No, it's okay. We'll get you out of here in a time. How many know God can say more through me in five minutes than I can say in 45? As long as I'm with Him, that's all I need. Amen? Amen? Amen. I was reading where there was a school superintendent. You guys ready to go back to school? Okay. Uh, there was a school superintendent uh, and he was talking to all the area principals and he gave some instruction that he wanted to relay. So he said, next Thursday, Haley's comment will appear over the this area. This is an event that occurs only once every 75 years. Call the teachers and have the classes assemble on their athletic field and explain the phenomena to them. If it rains, cancel the day's observation have classes meet in the auditorium and see the film about the comet. Pretty straightforward, amen? Okay, all right. Uh, And so the principals to the teachers, uh, one of the principals got it wrong. They said, by order of the superintendent of schools next Thursday at 10.30, Haley's Comet will appear over the athletic field. If it rains, then cancel the day's classes and report to the auditorium where your students will be shown films with phenomena. That happens only once every 75 years then the teachers to the students one of the teachers said they missed it right here totally next thursday at 10 30 the superintendent of schools will appear at our school auditorium with haley's comment something which occurs once every 75 years if it rains the superintendent will cancel the comment and will order us out to our phenomenal athletic field And of course, not to be outdone, one of the students got it totally wrong, went to their parents and said, we were told when it rains next Thursday at 10.30 over the school athletic field, the phenomenal 75-year-old superintendent of schools will cancel all classes and appear before the school accompanied by Bill Haley and the Comets. (laughs) It's, It's very interesting, this problem people have with words. Uh, we played uh, phone. In the, in the, you guys remember we played phone, and surprisingly, only one went through out of a bunch. Uh, only one got through, and, uh, but it's an interesting. Uh, and so I've titled this sermon, Hold Your Peace. Somebody say peace. Peace, amen. Proverbs eleven twelve says, He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is a faithful spirit conceals a matter. I want to look at the sin of talebearing. One thing that can destroy relationships, can destroy families. Um, the sin refers it to as tail-bearing. Leviticus 19.16 You shall not go about as a tailbearer among your people nor shall you take a stand against the life of your neighbor. In our text a tailbearer reveals what? Secrets. This word tailbearer is not a word we normally use. We would use the, the, the word thank you. Gossip. You ever Gossiped? In our text, it's talking about a gossip. And it's an interesting definition because when you look at the word tailbear in the original right here, there's actually two words in the Hebrew it's scandal and monger. A scandal monger. And the word monger really means merchants. A monger is someone who would travel buying and selling goods, buying something that's not that good, uh, fixing it, and reselling. Uh, you would also know them as a rag picker. Someone who would look for little scraps of material and them and go and sell them uh, for a profit. A scandal is a story. Here is someone who's a scandal merchant. They merchandise in telling Little secrets uh, or, or half truths. The Bible says they reveal secrets. They love to talk about people uh, to justify their gossip. The Bible says very clearly, we understand this does, this does great damage. A talebearer, a scandal monger. How many of you know families are hurt by these people? I get a little more amens than that, but uh, the workplace can be hurt by these kind of people. Uh, for, for some supervisors out here, you you understand, you know, when you have a scandal monger in the midst, uh, there, there's there, there's bad. The morale is bad. You know, this one person can, can get everybody hating each other. And 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 uh, uh, it's, a, it, it's school teenagers. You know, the, someone who, who does this can cause a lot of division. Um, Scandal monger. It could also be true in the kingdom of God. Proverbs 18.8 says, The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Wow. Years ago, there was a lady by the name of Abby, and people would write her and say, Dear Abby, okay, somebody knows, okay, somebody read the paper. And Abby would give them some advice. And I came across this article that caught my attention. Uh, This girl wrote, Dear Abby, when I was growing up, my mother and the ladies in the church were extremely polite to each other. However, when one of them wasn't present, the others would talk behind her back they would compliment a woman to her face and criticize her with their friends or their husband as soon as she walked away my mother always defended this behavior as a harmless but it was not harmless to me this behavior taught me not to trust anyone especially people who were nice to me people who were nice to my face so i trusted abusive people because i thought they were being honest I ended up running with not so good a crowd, found myself dating guys who didn't care about me because I didn't care or trust for polite guys. When someone would compliment me, I wouldn't believe it, afraid people are laughing at me behind my back. After years of speaking with someone, I finally found the self-confidence that I lacked. My sisters weren't so lucky, neither have my friends. Both are married to abusive men. Abby, please inform your readers that there is nothing harmless about gossip, especially to children, our kids, who may hear it. It's a wound that can hurt someone's faith, that can hurt your spouse's faith. I want to look at the issues that are deeper in a tail tailbearer. How many of you know with every issue, there's a root problem? If the car's not running, it's not normally because of us. Well, sometimes, maybe. <laughs> but it, it's, there's a root problem. There's maybe no gas, or there's no oil, or there's, there's a root problem. And so I want to look at the root problem here in a tail tailbearer. Um, if you find yourself doing this, or if you know somebody doing this, so this is something to pray for. To help them. The Bible gives us insight about the real problem in our text. There are actually two descriptions right here. In the character flaws, that are involved in a tale bearer. Uh, It says right here, um, this person is devoid of what? Wisdom. They're devoid of wisdom. And in another, they are not faithful. Let's read that scripture again. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is a faithful spirit conceals a matter. So you'll find this person, they don't have wisdom and they are not faithful. These are two character flaws. You'll find in a person. So if you find yourself here, here's the root problem right here. Tell bearing whether on the giving end or the receiving end, if we enjoy it, if it's in our heart, these are the issues right here. I want to talk about God's grace to overcome and to avoid this. Can somebody say amen? We want to avoid this. Amen. The text gives us insight, but it's very interesting. Um, in the English uh, second part of chapter 12... But a man of understanding holds his what? His peace. And it's spelled P-E-A-C-E. Like having peace between each other. Um, What does that mean? Hold your peace. I'm thinking, hold your peace. I looked into this because the word of God wasn't written in English, right? It was written in Hebrew. But I've heard the saying, hold your peace. Or I've heard the saying, speak your peace. Or have your piece of the pie. But that's spelled P-I-E-C-E, right? Like, um, speak now or forever hold your peace when someone's getting married and you're really close to getting up and causing a scene. <laughs> no, you've never been there? Okay. Somebody told me, just wait till your good daughter gets married. I'm like, ain't happening. <laughs> it's not happening. There's something about holding your peace Uh, So the Hebrew translation really means what I was trying to get to. It means hold your tongue. To hold your tongue. A man of understanding is quiet. Having the wisdom, the wisdom to to not say what we want to say sometimes. Someone once said, it's better to be quiet and to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. There's something about holding your peace. There's a link between holding our peace and the maturity that we have in Jesus, our ability to be able to hold our tongue. Even the Apostle Paul was dealing with this. He shows us both sides. Timothy 5.13 says, And besides, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house. That's scary. That, That means they're working at this. They're wandering from house to house. They're going to your house. They're coming to my house. They're, they're going to the Metzger's house and, and, and Jim and Cherie's house and the McDaniel's house. And, and they're working at this. And it says not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies. And I always thought that was kind of weird, wandering from house to house, idle. How can you be idle? You know, I thought about it, and I said, you know, you ever work with somebody? You're in the workplace— and they're doing everything they're supposed. They're, they're they're doing everything they're not supposed to be doing, but what they're supposed to be doing. They're going around checking your work, and that's not their job. They are going around it, doing everything else, but what they're supposed to be doing. And besides, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but gossips and busybodies, saying things which they ought not. First Thessalonians four eleven says and that you study to be quiet and to do your own business. You know, when I read this verse, I was encouraged. We have people on our board who I'm not going to name. We have people in our church who you can feel the presence of the Lord in them. Uh, When you speak to them, they they have this wisdom. There's this discernment. There's this love. Uh, So instead of working at being a gossip... Or a tail bearer. we need to study to be quiet. Working out, restraining the impulse to speak negative against someone, amen? amen? That doesn't mean we never confront issues. I'm not saying we don't confront issues. We need to, if there's an issue, you, you don't, we don't go around the whole church, we go to who? We go to the, the person, amen? We go to the person. And if we have an issue with the person, we go to the person. We don't go to our wife, our spouse. We, go, we, we don't go to our best friend. We go to the person and, and speak to the person. And, uh, and then if it doesn't get dealt with there, then where do we go? We go to the elders with the person. Amen? We go to the elders with the person. Jesus says in Matthew, if you have a problem with somebody, you should speak to them. And uh, what's not helpful is when, uh, when I or you or anyone takes the conflict and we spread it around instead of going to the person. And this is a discipline that I'm going to say I'm not going to allow my flesh to rule with this offense. I'm not going to allow someone to speak into my life against my my family, my church, Pastor Steve, our district. I was speaking to somebody a while back and they haven't been here in a long time and all they could do was speak ill of our pastor my pastor our church and i had to lovingly leave the location because i don't want to partake in that and i don't want to listen or allow those words to affect my heart amen where we live in sparks and i think the mcdaniels might know where this is at there's a there's some construction going on we got we got some some buildings going up which is a good thing and uh, there's a lot of these little lots And some of these lots have these perfect little These houses, they're, they're, they're going up And uh, they're building these But there's this one lot That has nothing on it It's just bare It's kind of it's weird, you got all these Houses going up, but there's one lot There's nothing there And it's a place that can easily Become a dumpster A trash can You know, um you know where you could put your old couch or your uh, dishwasher. No, you've never done that? No, I never did that. I'm just <laughs> joking. But, but it's, a, it's a place you can easily put trash. You can put things. And, and it's very clean. But I noticed there was a sign that said, no dumping. And I thought about that. I said, you know, I'm not saying we need to have a sign on our forehead that says no dumping. But when it comes to our heart, when it comes to our soul, when it comes to our family, our church, when it comes to our lot, no dumping. No, no. No dumping. No. A talebearer reveals secrets but he who is a faithful spirit conceals a matter. As I close, one of the best examples um, I can really kind of hear, uh, and I'm sure you already know the story, um, Noah, in Genesis 9, after the flood, you've got to put yourself in Noah's shoes, okay, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not picking on the man here, but Noah, uh, after the flood, was on a boat for a year, can you imagine being on a boat for a year with a bunch of animals and your in-laws? <laughs> Think about it. He's on a boat for a year with animals and his in-laws, and um, he gets off the boat. And I'm not sure if this was premeditated. I'm not going to get into all that. Um, I, don't, I don't, you know, um, but all I know here is Noah planted a what? He planted a vineyard. After he got off that boat, he made some wine, and he got drunk. <laughs> he got, actually, he got naked drunk. Um, uh, you know, the Bible's honest about flawed human beings, amen? But the Bible also says Noah was a righteous man. And somehow he got drunk, and one of his sons seized the moment. One of his sons responded in a bad way, and... His other two sons responded in a noble way. Verse 20 here it says And Noah began to be a farmer. He planted a vineyard, then he drank of the wine, and he was drunk and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, uh, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders. And went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah woke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done to him. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan. I don't know if his younger son had an issue with his father and wanted to embarrass his father. Maybe they got in a fight on the boat. I don't know. I don't know if his son loved his father and would never wish ill upon him. All I know is when his father was, was in a place where, where he messed up, he made a mistake, he was in a vulnerable place, his son seized the moment. And instead of doing what his other two brothers did, took a blanket, went backwards, and covered their father, he used that moment to embarrass, to gossip. And that's why I love the word of God. Because all of us here, I believe, we have all, speaking for myself, we've all, I've been there. And that's why I love the word of God, because the Bible says, love covers a multitude of sins. And so if you're here in this place this morning, I want to encourage you as we we get ready to close, uh, We've already had our altar time, and, and, uh, but I want to encourage you uh, to pray and to ask God for forgiveness, to not, to not walk the rest of this summer, to not hear, um, to truly love someone and say, I, I love you so much. I, can't, I don't want to hear that. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to allow I'm not going to partake in your rant. True love, amen? Amen, Amen. let's bow our heads, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we just ask, Lord, um, for your forgiveness. Uh, we thank you God for um, your grace and mercy but I pray that um, if someone here um, has been hurt by someone speaking ill of them Lord I pray that we would let them go to you this morning Uh, we give those people to you and we pray a blessing upon our enemies we pray a blessing upon those who wish ill or don't speak well of us We ask your blessing and your love be upon them, God, and and show them your mercy and grace just like you've shown us. This morning, I pray, God, that you would uh, encourage each and every one of us as we leave this place uh, to know that our words have power and what we speak to one another uh, has a great influence and can affect our future. And so I just want to thank you, God, for this revelation, for this word. Bless us as we dismiss. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. So, church, uh, before we leave, um, I believe our board is going to pray for me. Um, I pray that God give me strength and uh, to, to preach to our, our kids. It's an honor and privilege to be able to speak at kids' camp. Uh, but our if we could have the board members come and uh, just say a prayer over me, I would appreciate it. And church, uh, tomorrow, uh, if you could also, tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday, can you pray for me as a body, and just lift me up, that most importantly, our kids, uh, the teens, the counselors, the junior counselors, God just speak to them. Amen? Amen.
3: I was going to tell Pastor Carlos, we're all going to be speaking behind his back this week, but it's all going to be prayer for him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's hard enough to do one sermon. You know, you spend a week preparing. He's got to do six sermons at kids camp. Um, and and I know he um, takes that seriously. You know, we got to send our children out into a chaotic world. And so uh, let's pray that uh, his words help them build a foundation. So everybody join me in prayer for our pastor here. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful that you have brought Pastor Carlos into our church, into our lives. We're thankful for his godliness, for his leadership, for his heart to serve you. And Father, uh, these upcoming periods of time where he's going to be preaching to the children. We just ask you to bring words of wisdom through his mouth. The words that they need to hear. Words that will help them build a strong foundation upon you. That the uh, storms of this life will not prevail against them. But they uh, lay a foundation based upon Jesus Christ. So, Father, we just lift Pastor Carlos up. We ask you to give him the inspiration from above the wisdom and discernment, and just let him preach words of truth into these young lives. Father, give him strength. Give him a chance to be rested and be at peace in his heart with the message that you bring for him to give. We just ask all of these things in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
4: Amen. 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 Thank you. Everybody, go in peace. Have a blessed Sunday. Amen. Thank you so much.